all-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, Max, I know you're a foodie. You know I'm a foodie. Wesley, he tries to be a foodie. You know, he's a little skinny for a foodie. But you know what? We're bringing him along. But every now and then you run into one of them foodie things that you just like go, as Myron would say, hmm ha. You know, I mean, it's one of those things that grabs your attention. And as a fat guy, you look at it and you're like going, wow, that's like ridiculously like great looking. And so I'm looking on the internet as Steelers Nation 920. Who is that, Wes? That's Tyler. He's a loyal SNR listener. Okay, loyal SNR yep. listener. And Tyler... 920 is the area code up there in Wisconsin. So he's, he's right. from Wisconsin. He sent us a picture of. A Wisconsin burger. And I got to tell you, this thing is a thing of beauty. Or as Tunch would say, a thing of beauty. Oh, my goodness. We're talking about a beef patty. You're talking about cheese. You're talking about a brats split in half, right? So it sits on there nice. Then another layer of cheese. Man, oh, man, is that a good-looking burger. I would – the the only thing I would do to make this better, I'd put an egg – Ooh. You know, a, a nice, a nice, oh, uh, you know, nice that, egg on top of that thing. choice. Oh, like that. oh, like oh, that. oh, Tyler, yeah, that, you're a maniac, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's called what the Sheboygan, right? The Sheboygan, yep. yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a yeah. well, it's a Sheboygan hard roll. He calls it a Wisconsin burger, but it's got a Sheboygan hard roll. Now, the one he's got in the picture is is got oh, it's got grilled onions too. I forgot about that. But he, he he had a, a burger bun that he had to put it on because he didn't have a hard roll. But you could do oh, this God. with a hard roll. But man, is that a good looking burger? L- l- listen, listen. As a guy who, you know, it's funny. I I went roughly, you know, I mean, what was it? It was twenty three years of my life before I went to Green Bay for the first time. Okay. And then it took just under another, you know, 17 years before I made my triumphant return to Green Bay. <laughs> and now I go to Green Bay once a year for the last three years, if not there twice. Um, so I have had, I've had the utter joy of having said sandwich. Oh. And, and Wolf. Tell me, is it as good as it looks? It's the thing, it's the thing that dreams and, and fantasies are made of. Oh. Um, it is, it is amazing because, I mean, you know, because not only do you get the juiciness of a burger, you know, it's kind of smashed down a little bit. Right. You get right. the double cheese. 
but then you get the snap of that brat or so, you know hot mm. sausage type of type of deal. Wow. And it is just it's magical. It's magical. I mean, it you looks throw, it. throw a little throw, throw a little brown mustard on there with the ketchup. Ooh, condiments. And man, yes. oh man. Yeah, the condiments, condiments galore, the grilled onions. I mean, it's because in the Green Bay press box, you know, they do they do brats and dogs at halftime. Right. Okay. So you get that plus adding it to a burger, and and you just get all the feels. And like you said, what's Wisconsin without cheese? I mean, when you add two slices of cheese on there, you get the double cheesy goodness. If there is nothing better in that moment that says, you know what, I'm in Wisconsin. Like like that, nothing says I'm in Wisconsin more than that burger. That burger absolutely just epitomizes everything you think of Wisconsin. And I, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, and I go for it. Nothing says cheese head like a cheeseburger. That's for sure. I mean, you look yes. at that thing, that is just absolutely spectacular. Get Zooks, yeah, man. And, and it's unfooled around with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, it's, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm here. Deal with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just just deal with me and all my, my juicy, meaty glory. Just like, strut that thing, man. With. Just, yeah. Look exactly, at that. Exactly, exactly. You don't ask a peacock to tuck his feathers in, do you? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not is, is correct, sir. That is just, so, yeah. man, oh, man. I, I, well, thank I'm you, all, Tyler. I'm all, I'm all aboard. I'm all aboard. Thank you, Tyler, for sharing that with us um, and letting Wolf see that because, like I said, I've enjoyed it. So I know the, I know the, the, the goodness that, that, that resides within. The Sheboygan Burger. Man, I got to remember that. That's, that's, that's on the to-do list, man. That is really – that's just a beautiful, like, looking burger. Man. All right, so – now, so how hungry it. are we now in the show? <laughs> I know. Especially when you have, you have, you have Steelers fans like, how do they always talk about food? Because we always love food. <laughs> Just Speaking like we food. love our Steelers. Speaking of food, we got our Caliente pizza delivery coming at noon today. <sighs> yes, yes. Big shout you out to... had to throw, just had to throw that. Sorry, Big Max, that you're not here for you. Yes. Jay in New Hampshire. Oh, Jay, yes. Jason in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's how you get it's it. Only take, it's only taken me three years to beg for Caliente pizza. And it All comes, right. of course, when I'm not there. I, I, I'm, I, I I'm, I'm going to keep throwing it in there until we go, Wolf. I, I, I just, how you. quick could you get I here, Max? You. I mean, <laughs> you, I mean you, you, Wolf is like is, is, is the brand ambassador for Caliente oh. pizza. And I'm like, you know, you'd think at some point, man, you know, the, 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 the head honcho would, would at least uh, – at least surprise me with a pizza every once in a while. You know, yes, I'm I'm ashamed. I I feel much shame. You know, that's that's true. You're you're hitting it straight square on, okay? You know, know, because, I mean, you know, yes, we did the Fat Guy Delight, but the Fat Guy Delight is not a Caliente pizza. No, no, that's not, no, that's not the same. And you got to go, we got, well, the problem is we need to go to Caliente's to get the full, um, like, effect of Caliente's. That's the thing about it. We got to arrange a time when you're in town, and then we can go to, lunch and uh you know we can sit there and just peruse a great menu because there's just a lot oh of their menu's there. insane oh it is it's just unbelievable you know well well you know what we're we're, we're gonna make it happen okay you know li- like wes said on our on our on our Ken- on our kennywood field trip day from <laughs> training camp mm-hmm. <laughs> kennywood we could probably get that sponsored by caliente if we make a couple hey, phone you calls you never know man that could be I, something I'm, huh? just, I'm just saying i mean this could be I mean, get the whole radio broadcast team. There, we should you know. we should have Max try and eat a Caliente pizza while doing this while on the Steelers country roller coaster. Tell me that wouldn't be content, baby. Well, hey, I could oh. I could lend a hand too here, baby. You know, 
We don't have to yeah. put it all on Max. <laughs> but he'd be a first time at both at the same time. <laughs> That's first true. Caliente pizza, yeah. first Steelers country <laughs> ride. <laughs> Okay, I yeah. can see. I, I oh was not God. looking at the, yeah. uh, you know, the the, the uh, publicity you can get out of that, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> you and I will just be eating the pizza. Oh, yeah, the, yeah we just eat on the hey, Max, don't, yeah, hang exactly. on to that pizza, baby. <laughs> don't let that pepperoni slide off, bud. <laughs> That's a big curve coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. T- tuck in your pepperonis. Tuck in the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> <You see that? laughs> okay, well, before this try, slides try, off the yeah. rails here, we better get exactly. Wow, that that Made into a zero G roll, and I'm like, oh, there's there's a pineapple, there's a ham. Oh my god! To watch the people below, like, hey, listen, you got fallen projectiles of meat uh, falling down on you guys. Especially if you like, got no. Porky's revenge, man. That is just loaded. With stuff, man, that is awesome. All right, do you want you want you want a little a little teaser? Okay, here we go, Max. A little teaser, buddy. Okay. Porky's Revenge is one of the pizzas that that Jason got for us delivered today. Oh, cut it out! I swear. See, it's sensational. See, I just... swear. He knows. Do you want to know what the other one is, oh, or do yeah. you want to be surprised? No, no, no. Let's let's hear it. The uh, the Rocky Balboa. That's another great one, Rocky Balboa. Yo, yo, absolutely. Steak, mushrooms, onions, and a million different kinds of cheeses on the Rocky Balboa. And then Porky's Revenge, pepperoni, sausage, bacon, ham, kappa, cola, da gabagoo, and salami. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So those are the two two pizzas we got on the way, Wolf. You know, people do because they want to do. Nobody owes nobody nothing. You know, absolutely. (laughs) It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. Keep moving and forward. And keep moving forward. <laughs> oh, I love oh Rocky Balboa. Max is so mad at us right now. I know. Right I get now. it. I, 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 I get I, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, lightly, I'm lightly steaming right now. I'm just lightly <laughs> steaming. We will enjoy, there. let me tell you. We will enjoy. Oh, I, I, ha- I have no doubt. I have no doubt in my mind that you guys will, will enjoy this and give a full report, even whether I want it or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. But no, but I mean, but I think, you know, once again, th- this, is, this is the perk of the show, right? I mean, you know, and we appreciate everything that guys do for us, so we don't take that lightly. So even though I am mildly salty, <laughs> over here not as salty as the as the salt content they'll consume with that porky's revenge but uh yeah i had to, I had to go on, on on that on that on the health on the health shade moment there you there. go um but but yeah i mean it, like i said we, we really appreciate what everybody does for us i mean we love you guys steeler nation so the fact that you guys do things like that we we truly appreciate it and we're thankful for it just like the sleeve of cookies that i never saw that wesley never sent me um, wow! The wow! There's there, um, either. Yeah. Uh, you know they say that uh, that uh, large prairie mammals have great memories uh, when indeed. they've been. Yeah, yeah. I owe Max exactly. a, yeah, Max a sleeve of chocolate chip yes, cookies. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, you and I believe just, just owe me the Caliente pizza. We we, yeah. we can pass on the cookies. <laughs> no, no, I don't think we get a hard pass on this one. Because as as a buddy, you know, I should probably have like a little little hit of a cookie there. That'd be, yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, just just go. See, ahead. that was just, a tough just... one because that I forget where we traveled that week. Yeah, not to make excuses, but you know, I was thinking I'll take the cookies to Max, but then I was like, I don't know if I can bring these on the plane, and how are they going to say they going to hold up right, in the suitcase? Right. 
So you're, you're, you're in a private charter. It's not like it's checked luggage at a, at a commercial airline. <laughs> if, it, if it makes you feel better, case, Max. In case I, you were wondering. If it makes you feel if better, you feel better I, I, I shared a few of them with uh, with my oldest daughter, Olivia. Oh, so if that makes you feel better, I didn't just oh, move oh, them all you, down you, myself. You, you shared some of them. Notice you said some. <laughs> there, were, there were a half dozen chocolate yeah. chip cookies. I think she got one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. We don't want her to, to corrupt her teeth, okay? No cavities. Can't have that. That's right. Oh, look 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 at that. Look look at the dad kicking in. Dad, dad kicks mode in, there. Yeah. <laughs> dad, dad goes, let me let me alleviate this problem for you, honey. You don't want your teeth to have any any cavities, okay? Give daddy your so, Halloween bucket because yeah. it's the best thing for your teeth. The daddy tax. Yeah, no doubt yeah, about exa- it. Exactly. No, dad, dad, dad tax is a real thing. Dad tax is a real thing. I, I, I completely concur with the dad tax. I am all aboard with that. I mean, because, you know, there, there's a price for, you know, providing, you know, for your family. So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you provide for me, I provide for you. Very good indeed. All right, yeah, now, no. let oh me just God. shift gears let, let, here. Let's move on. Let's yes. move on, please. Okay, so we're moving on. And the problem is the Pro Football Writers Association just handed out their Defensive Player of the Year to Miles Garrett, okay? Now, only three times in the last 25 years have the Pro Football Writers Association and the Associated Press not come to agreement on a Defensive Player of the Year. One time, you, Max, you, you would remember this. One time was 2010. It was Troy Polamalu as the AP Defensive Player of the Year, and the Pro Football Writers Association Defensive Player of the Year was Clay Matthews from Green Bay, speaking of Green Bay. So, what we're going to do now, you got Miles Garrett has been named that, but what is it all about? Because in almost every category, T.J. Watt outplays him. I mean, it's crazy. Shall we start running down the list of stuff? I mean... I feel like we need to. I feel like we need to run down this list. All right. Because apparently... In the words of Roy Jones Jr., y'all must have forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, Roy Jones Jr. was his, good, man. He was good. one of his few uh, rap songs I actually agreed with. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about the fighter. Gone. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he actually rapped, too. Oh, and, he did? And he, he, yeah, he, he actually rapped. I didn't rapped know that. Was, he had two songs out. Listen, I'm from Florida, so and so is Roy Jones Jr., so that's the only reason why. It's probably okay. only distributed in the state of Florida. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. Because they were, because the DJs were scared that he was going to knock them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't do that when Mama said knock you out, something like that. No, that was LL Cool J. Oh, okay, which that should have been song. Roy Jones Jr. Which is, which is actually my daughter. Funny enough, my daughter's like in her playlist before volleyball games. Like right. that's the first song on her playlist. It's pretty hilarious. She has to listen to it on game day. So I was like, that's my girl. That's how you get your girls ready, man. You tell them, listen. You go into this game, you got to fight like you're the third monkey going up the ramp into Noah's Ark, and it's starting to rain, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Got to go, baby girl. Now, that is an analogy right there. Well, and, and you got you, you got and you also you got to know your Bible story to get that to get that. Yeah, absolutely. Which I love. And that is that is amazing. Wolf, I'm going to say it. What's that? Don't be surprised if I steal that. Oh, that's all right. It, it wasn't my. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I stole that somewhere. It wasn't yours to say. No, anyway. <laughs> no, I stole that somewhere. You know, you yeah, got to. You no, just got to know when it works. That's all. But I will yeah, say this: exactly. we've got a situation here now. You got in tackles. All right, you got T.J. Watt with sixty-eight, Miles Garrett with just forty-two. Let's go to solo tackles. Forty-eight for T.J. Watt, a mere thirty-three for Miles Garrett. Okay, what about tackles on run plays? 39 by T.J. Watt, a mere 25 
by Miles Garrett. How about sacks? 19 for TJ. 14 for Miles Garrett. Tackles for loss. 19 for TJ. 17 for Miles Garrett. Tackles for loss on run plays. Only six for TJ. Only eight for Miles Garrett. <laughs> All right. That's like the, the closest on thing. Quarterback hits. 36 for TJ. 30 for Miles Garrett. Forced fumbles. They tie at four apiece. Fumble recoveries. Three to one. TJ over Miles Garrett. Uh, let's see. Passes defensed. Eight to three. TJ over Miles Garrett. Interceptions. One to nothing. TJ. Intercept. I'm sorry. Defensive touchdowns. One to nothing. TJ. Defensive uh, takeaways. We got four takeaways by TJ. One by Miles Garrett. And strip sacks. They tie at four apiece. So you're talking about one thing, tackles for loss on run plays, that Miles Garrett has two extra, even though for the third time T.J. Watt is leading the league in sacks and he's five over the top of Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett didn't finish the season hooked up. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he didn't play yeah. well. But Ernie Tunsil uh, just shut him out. And, that, of course, that's playoff stuff. Was that playoffs? No. Yeah, that was playoffs. Yeah, it was playoffs. Was oh, yes. Playoffs. It was the playoffs, yes. Okay. Still still, still matters because it's on the season. Yeah, yes, yes. But uh, it, it, they say that they don't – most like the uh, Pro Football Writers Association, the AP, they don't consider the playoffs because you, you might not be in the playoffs, in other words, if you're you know considered for but defensive player. But you are year. this year. Yep, this year it was. And he had an extra game to prove himself. Yeah, he, he didn't did do not. it. He did not. I'm just saying. So, in my mind, I got to tell you something. I don't know what they're looking at other than the fact that Cleveland had the number one defense. And, you know, that's that, just that, in total that, yards. That, 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 and that's all it could possibly be. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's just hypocrisy um, on their part. And, listen, not, nothing against the Pro Football Writers Association, but you guys got it wrong. Oh, terribly wrong. And I, and I, and I don't mind saying that. Yeah, no. Because what are they going to do? <laughs> Not vote me into something that I'm not eligible for? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Okay. Not listen to the show. Okay. You know, the fact oh, is. Oh, because they were doing it so much before. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Like, no, well, you can't listen to what you, you, you can't stop listening to what you weren't listening to, you know? <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. Exactly. It's like, th thanks, guys. Appreciate, Appreciate that. it. But no, seriously. I mean, you compare the two and it's. It's it's ridiculous, and, and and think about it. If you are on the number one ranked defense, you got more number one type players around you playing well. You know, I mean, it should help. And I, I don't know. I just I look at TJ, and I think Mike Tomlin said it best a couple of years ago. He's kind of a lone ranger. He doesn't need anybody else to make him look good. You know what I mean? He is just yeah, one absolutely. of those guys that gets the job done. Yeah, exactly. Listen, he's like, he's like, but he's like, uh, what is it, Buddy Lee? Uh, <laughs> can't, bust him. can't bust him. Can't bust him. Yeah. So, so it, it's it's all good. It's all good. We realize that this is supposed to be for the most outstanding defensive player, and they didn't pick the most outstanding defensive player. They pick they pick a guy. Yeah. That they that they must have really liked, because that's the only way you justify not giving T.J. Watt his just due. I just I can't understand how you can do that. You know, I mean, when you got stats, hard stats like that hitting you in the mush. Well, I mean, think about this, Wolf. As as uh, as Cat Williams once coined in one of his stand-ups. Okay. 
If you don't have haters, you're not doing your job right. <laughs> and having said that, I think it's time to go to break. Excellent wrap yeah, up there, there Max. It is. There it is. There it is. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, you just got to be a poet and put it in perspective. Sounds good, brother. Okay, oh. that's a wrap on the first. Well, it's a salvo on the. Yes, there we go. There we go. There I knew that go. was coming. There, I just, I just start guy. ducking. You know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back with more from the locker room. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Wolf, uh, another important milestone today. Um, For all our Steelers Nation listeners, you know, that, 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 that yellow... That yellow thing that you carry to games or you sit in front of TVs or you go to sports bar and you use to show your support and to show your your fandom for the black and gold um, is a staple. It's a rallying cry across the world for many of the Steeler faithful. And, you know, today is what? Myron Cove's 95th birthday, right, Wolf? Yeah, is it today or was it yesterday? I, I never get that straight. Today? I always I always get it mixed up. I thought it was today. Wes, can you check that for me? Can you please check us? Myron Copelman. I think that was his Copelman was his uh, his original name. Was it? Myron Sidney Copelman, yeah. born January twenty third, nineteen twenty nine. So it was two days okay. ago. Actually, it was Tuesday. Two days oh, ago. Two days. Okay, yeah. so I'm a little okay. late. Yeah, well, we were we both, didn't talk about it. We we're both a yeah, day we off. We didn't talk about it. Yeah, we're both a day a day each. Um, but uh, you know, I, I feel like it's still appropriate. This is birthday week. I mean, when 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 you're you're at the age and the esteem of Meyer Cup, you you celebrate the entire week. Oh man, yes, and, that's uh, like Festivus. Since, since we, yeah, exactly. It's it's Festivus Copolis. 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 But you know. I felt it was it was appropriate, you know, when you think about the the mystique, the history, and the curse of the terrible towel. You have to make sure that you give the originator his just due. And with this being the ninth, the heavenly ninety fifth year of life, uh, from the time that Myra Cope was born, I feel it only necessary that today, if you walk past your terrible towel, you know, bunch it up a little bit at one end. Give it a little twirl for Myron's sake. You know what I'm saying? This is birthday week. He was so awesome. I mean, when I first got here, there's this little tinny voice like that on the air. And I'm like going, who is this? You know, not understanding who Myron was at that point in time when I arrived in 1980. But to get to know him over the years and working with him, I got to tell you, he was just one of the greatest First of all, he, he he's second to none as a writer. Everybody knows that. He was just a great writer. But then his ability to, as Tunch said, he, he literally had a talk show in the middle of a football game. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. That's, that's what it was Absolutely. all about. You know, it was Myron doing a talk show while the Steelers played. It, it was so funny. And Myron was just, I remember he would do Cope's Cabana after a game. 
You know, and I mean, it, it, the people would just stick around, even in the freezing cold, and they'd stick around just to see Myron in the Cope's Cabana, uh, you know, uh, just taking questions and all sorts of things afterwards. Uh, he was just awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, li- li- listen, my rookie year was his last year broadcasting, so I, I was I was blessed and fortunate. I got to meet Myron. I got to have games called, you know, with Myron's right. voice. Um and then, of course, you know, just uh, being around him after he retired and he would still come to games and to be able to see him. I mean, the man is a le- was a legend and uh, it was it was an honor and a pleasure to meet Myron. And I can only imagine him back in his heyday oh. when he was just ultra salty and ornery. I could only imagine just the, the, the way that he would inspire the crowd. Oh, he was unbelievable. You know, he'd get that towel twirl and the crowd would go nutso. And, you know, I mean, the thing about it, Myron was special. You know I mean? On the sidelines, you could not sit down on the sidelines up at training camp, okay? But Myron had a special stool. <laughs> he could, he had one of these stools he could sit on, on the sidelines. And he's the only one that got that treatment, you know? I mean, it was so I mean, funny. And it, it, that stool, I, I'd have crushed it if I sat on it. You know I mean? It was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was a stool made for Myron. Yes, not a stool made yes. for a wolf. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right, my friend. It, it definitely, you know. But I mean, the wolf was... stool has to be a little more reinforced. <laughs> I remember before Super Bowl Forty, we called him from the uh, from the uh, uh, the radio booth before the game, about ninety minutes before kickoff. And I remember him talking to Tunch, talking to Billy, and then I got my turn. I said, "Hi, hey, Myron, how you doing?" He goes, "Ah, wolf man." He says. Don't screw any. Oh, what's the point? You will anyhow. <laughs> yeah. You know, thanks for the encouragement. You know, don't screw anything up. Oh, yeah, you will anyhow. Eh, don't worry about it. That's the way yeah. Myron was. He was just he was just a lot of fun. I remember we did um, a uh, celebration for Mike Webster when he retired. And they had uh, Jack Lambert was there. And they had a number of, you know, players that were sitting up front and doing stuff. And um, so Myron got up and did his deal. And, uh. And and he had told Jack before he went up that he was going to do some new material, right? I'm just with the crowd and everything there and that. He said, "If if I'm bombing, he says, just come pull me off the stage." So at some point, Lambert got up, walked over, and put Myron over his shoulder and carried him off the stage. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, hilarious. Oh, it was just hilarious, man. But he was he was special, no doubt. No, absolutely. I mean, and so I, I felt it only right that we had to mention. Oh yeah, well, Myron in this segment. Well, we got to play this then too. Yes. Always okay. One of the one of the great moments. Oh, no. Who was that guy? The cornerback who outed Faker Brown, thirty-five. Fuck it, huh? Fuck it, Brown. Fuck here, Brown. F a k h i r. Is that the guy? Did I have the guy right? Thirty-five. That's the Faker. You can just call Brown. I remember exactly where I was. That was in the in the uh, in the uh, in New Orleans in the in the Mercedes Dome, right? Uh, I was oh just passing over the fifty-yard line towards the Steelers' uh, bench, the, towards the offensive part of the bench. You know, at the at around the fifty-yard line when that happened, I actually I had to take a knee. It was so funny. I just I, I was like dying with laughter. <laughs> You could hear Tunch. Tunch couldn't even hardly breathe you after that. Oh. Yeah. You just call him Brown. You yeah. can just call him Brown. You can just call him Brown. Oh, the oh, 
Pittsburghese does not translate for all syllables. <laughs> exactly. I had to, you, Wolf, Wolf can attest to this, Max. I had to I had to jump out there for like three minutes because I had to go in the other studio and play that first just to make sure, sure it that was I wasn't going to get fired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you're in a different studio, it's hard to hit that red dump button. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I wasn't risk. I wasn't risking an old Myron clip on the uh, on the first exactly. round here. I had to give it. I on had the to old give, career uh, trajectory there wouldn't have wouldn't have made it, it too had far. Had to give it a dress rehearsal first before I just yeah. threw it out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do we have beeps? Do we have beeps? <laughs> oh my oh goodness! My God, that's too funny. That that's like incredible. Yes. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that's that was just one of the funniest things that and again, you know, it was so funny that I know exactly where I was at when he uttered that line, you know, and it, it was again and Tunch just couldn't even contain himself. It was just that sort of funny thing. But that was that was Myron. You know, Myron was just an incredibly smart guy uh, who never played the game, but, you know, he could just make it so entertaining. And he came at a time when the Steelers, of course, won. You know, four Super Bowls in six years, and and it just he he became a legend along with the team. And I will never forget when they did a Myron Cope halftime, um, you know, thing where they they uh, brought him out on the field and you know just kind of uh, celebrated Myron at, at halftime. And I remember Tony Quattrini. Okay, remember the capo? He was DMR's right hand man. Okay, so he comes to me before and he goes, listen. Uh, I'm going to need you to do this. We're going to celebrate Myron at halftime. And now listen, he said, when when I give you the high sign, I don't care if Myron is is talking. And Myron, you got to get him off because there's a, a $250,000 fine for every like minute over the 12 you go at halftime. You know what I mean? And he yeah. says, he says, you if Myron's talking, you got to wrestle a microphone from. Him. I go, what? <laughs> I'm going, you know, cope. You know, he gets going, he starts talking, and, you know, and I'm going to be a guy remembered for wrestling Myron, chasing him around the field and wrestling him, t- tackling him, wrestling the microphone off him, dragging him off the field. And Tiki looks at me and goes, why do, you, why do you think I asked you to do it? I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Oh, it was, but it was, you know, he was the, the perfect pro. Myron came out and nailed it, but. Normally with Myron, you give him a microphone and it's gone for the next however long. You know, I mean that's just the way it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that's that's one of those things you look at it. You just like th- this is when you have a professional at the top of his game. Oh yeah, and a guy who's a legendary guy. I mean, these are the moments that you live for, right? And this is how <laughs> his legacy stays alive and present in our minds yes. all these years later, right? Because you have these moments, these occasions that just stick out in your head. And like you said, man, th- th- I mean, nothing beats that commentary where he's trying to, he's trying to work it out on air, how to say the guy's name, even though the phonetics are there, the the linguistics just won't allow him to, co- to, to coordinate and cooperate. With <laughs> Here's one for you. Okay. He went, you know, towards the end of his life, he went into the hospital. So Tunch and I go in to see him, right? He's all hooked up to these oxygen mist thing and all this stuff. And uh, and Tunch goes, you know, Myron, you've been without a cigarette for 21 days, so technically you you've beaten it. You're 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 off the hook. I mean, you you know you're no longer addicted to it. <laughs> Myron Lixon goes, hmm ha, Ilkin, if I could get up, set up, and, and and light up a cigarette right now and and not blow us to kingdom come, I'd do it. 
you gotta be kidding me. All right, guys, 21 more days. He still, still hasn't gotten it. He still hasn't gotten it. Hey, it's like it's like you see that sign that says, you know, how many days since our last accident? Like he was he was on twenty one. You just go over, just take just just take the the dry eraser, the chalkboard eraser, just erase it, just put it back at zero. Zero days we, since last. Nothing night. has done, nothing has done anything to affect this man. He is steely determination, even hooked up to all of this. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's I was hilarious. dying with laughter. It was just so funny. St. Auburn. Oh. St. Auburn. Where? Yes. I remember you. I remember you and Tunch telling me a story. I don't remember where you guys were, but it was like right when smoking had been outlawed in the press boxes, oh, and, and he the and, Redskins. And someone, someone kept like he kept lighting up a cigarette in the booth, and someone would come in and say, tell him not tell, to, and then he'd wait five, ten minutes, and then he'd do it again. That's it. Yes. And, and he called it smoke Nazi. Because yeah, <laughs> here the, comes the smoke the Nazi. Came in. Nazi. Yeah. And, it, and then Myron stood up to the, it was a security guard came in because the smoke was going over into the booth of, I think it was Dan Snyder's daughter, you know, the private booth or something like that. So she's complaining. Sure. And so Myron, you know, banked the guy and finally the guy comes and says, Mr. Cope, you know, you're, you're disrespecting me and then my job. And then Myron stood up to him and he said, Myron came up to about his waist. You know, this guy was huge. And, he, and Myron looks at him and goes, do you realize that the visiting radio booth of the visiting team is like a, 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 dip, a diplomat's, uh, you know, you got uh, diplomatic immunity. He says, so get out of here. I, use, I, can, I, I can smoke in here if I need to smoke in here. And the guy left. <laughs> it was oh crazy. Imagine him going back <laughs> over to Dan Snyder's <laughs> daughter being diplomatic like, immunity. Being like, listen, honey, um, yeah. Yeah. sorry about this smoke, but this guy in the booth next to you is just oh, crazy. So we're just going to let him go. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, he has football diplomatic immunity. I don't even know how that jurisdiction works. Oh. I mean, we are in Virginia, which is right next to D.C. <laughs> I could make a call, but the game would be over before I get a response. <laughs> I just, you know, it was just so funny, the things that he did. Myron was just one of a kind. And I just, oh, my, God. Oh my goodness. It, he was just. I remember one time um, he, he came back from Sharky's, and I guess uh, at some point he was going up the driveway, and uh, he stopped at the, uh, the the guard booth going up mm-hmm. at St. Vincent's because he thought it was a toll booth. <laughs> oh, God, no. No. Uh, okay, so. When we, when we go to break here, I got a pursuit a, uh guard at, at St. Vincent's story to tell oh, you guys. No. The statute of limitations might not have passed okay. on that one yet, though. So no, I'll wait till we go to That's I'll the only reason I gave it up on Myron, because, uh, you know, that, that statute of limitations is over. The statute. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll just let that go. But hey, we're gonna go. We're we're gonna go to break so I can hear this story. Uh, we'll be back with more, and we will not be reporting on that since the statute of limitation. We're not sure is up. Uh, when we come back here with more inside the locker room, Wolf and Starks here on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and SNR Radio. is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, former Steelers defense assistant defensive backs coach Gerald Alexander has been hired by Vegas to coach the safeties. How about that? He's moved on 
And it does tell you something about the fact that, uh, you know, we, we, we got somebody that maybe coach back there. And I got to tell you something, Max. Mike Mitchell yeah. is available. Huh? The safeties, yeah. coaching safeties. You know, Mike spent four of his ten years with the Steelers. And he is available. I, I don't know. That seems like that could be something good, huh? Well, I am definitely intrigued by this. Like you said, I mean, when you have all these new staffing hires, right? you do have a lot of movement along a lot of teams. And like you said, you know, contracts coming up, they expire, they get redone, or teams, you know, teams or coaches decide not to renew. And when there's opportunities such as that nature, you know, the one thing I do love about the Steelers, they're never going to block somebody from, from, from uh, promotions mm-hmm. or blocking them from, from – from taking a step up when right. there might be not that space available to them here. Um, you know, if there's a pay, if there's a pay raise that they can't meet, they are free to let you go, which I can appreciate. You know, Gerald Alexander's done a great job with that safety group. I mean, he had to do yeoman's work this season. Oh yeah. Uh, him, <laughs> him and Grady, uh, you know, with the amount of injuries and shuffling of everything. So, you know, I wish him good luck in his next phase. He's going to a great dude, my boy, AP, who is who's the head coach out there? You know, I I think that that's a solid move for him. Um, but yeah, now that presents a need and opportunity. And Mike Mitchell's uh, contract expired with the Colts, so he is he's available. He is open for talks. And you have to think there's still a lot of movement available uh, and opportunities for Mike potentially. But it would be great to bring him back because he was such a great Steeler. Mm-hmm. Um, that and was loved by everybody. It has a lot of knowledge, and he knows what the Steeler way is. I think that's the other thing. You know, when you know the Steeler way, the history, the mystique, you know how to convey that. And he's also a, a been there, done that type of guy. Right, yes. And, you know, that's one of the things the Steelers do a great job of. They make sure that, you know, not only are you getting guys who are good coaches, but you also get guys who've played the position and who've been around this game intimately and it adds, you know, I think I think of Frisman Jackson, right? right? I think of Alfredo Roberts. I think of Aaron Curry and all the other guys that are former players. I mean, even before that, right? Mike Munchak was sure. one that was on this staff that played this game at a very, very high level, right? I mean, Russ Grimm. Uh, you think of the history of guys that played it. Dick LeBeau, you know, Keith Butler, right. who, who you went up against and locked horns with and <laughs> – Tackled illegally and got penalized for it. Um, no, 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 that's that's conjecture. That's <laughs> we all saw the footage. Well, yeah, we did. We did. I, I mean, to... it was a, it, I mean, it was a four point takedown. I mean, it was it was quality. Uh, I only but, thought but, I, yeah. it was a single leg, but it was actually a double leg takedown. Yeah, it was a double leg takedown. It was four points. I think otherwise uh, it's yeah, called yeah. a tackle. But uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, Greco-Roman rules don't yeah, apply in football. That's right. That's apparently. right. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but that's kind of been a hallmark. I mean, of a lot of staffs, but, you know, specifically with the Steelers, um, you know, that, that's been very important. And Mike Tomlin always wants to make sure that he's a guy that surrounds himself with other ball, former ball players like himself. Um, you know, so it's really cool. And I think, you know, having that opening, Mike Mitchell would, would be a great addition to that defensive side of the ball. Um, and also, I mean, he's also a guy who who's played this game recently. So you talk about the relatability to the players. That's another strong suit that he brings to the table as 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 a as a former player and now a coach. 
he's still a relatively young coach, so he has a lot of room to grow. And, you know, I had this conversation actually with your brother yesterday oh, yeah. just talking about how good it is, you know, if, if guys are looking, you know, to learn – leadership to learn organization mm -hmm. you know coming to coming to the Steelers I mean there's none better I mean you're looking at the most tenured coach in the NFL right since Bill Belichick being gone and you know that that doesn't happen by accident that doesn't happen you know just just very novicely like it takes a depth touch to be able to relate to players to lead these players and as we see you know guys retiring you know, I think that's one thing that has to come into mind, right? When you're thinking about, well, why do you let a Pete Carroll go? Why do you let a Bill Belichick go? Why does a Nick Saban decide to step down? Mm -hmm. At some point, the relatability isn't there with the players. And, and the some of them just get tired, I think. Don't you think? Well, so, well some, do, some do get tired, but that's also another element that, you know, he has to cross your mind when you're thinking about it and analyzing, well, why does a guy leave? Or right. why does a guy, you know, get tired? of the process is because sometimes those elements change. And so, and, and there's, it comes a point where as a leader, you have to be able to relate to your people. You have to be able in order to direct, you have to also listen. And I think that's another element that comes into play as you start to think about that. So it is, it is one of those things. Yes. And you could also be very tired. Um, but one thing I know, you know, being around this game and being around a lot of those coaches, you know, it, the fire still burns and it still stokes deep. I mean, even when, you know, when we had that lend a hand and, we're, and we were talking with Coach LeBeau right. and you saw Coach Butler, uh, there's still a fire in their eyes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but, it, but it does come a point where, you know, is that fire appreciated the same way in the new generation as it was in the past? Well, it's interesting because you look at the Steelers, all right? Chuck Knoll, 23 years as the head coach. Bill Cower, 15 yeah. years as a head coach. Mike Tomlin heading to his 18th year as a head coach. It seems to me that, you know, you've got situations where I know some coaches talk about burnout. You know, uh, uh, who was it? Um, it was the Philadelphia Eagles head coach years ago. Dick, um, the one that went on to um, with the L.A. Rams. Oh, man, what was his name? It's, eh, it's stuck in my crushed cranium somewhere there. Um, but regardless, uh, Rams Rams head coach uh, St. Louis, uh, St. Louis oh, oh the St. Louis Rams. Yes. Uh, oh, who was it? Uh, Dick um, show on turf. Mar yeah. No, not Marv. Um, Vermeil. Vermeil. That's Vermeil. Dick Vermeil. Thank you. There yes. we go. Thank you. Dick Vermeil was the Went guy on that, to the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was the guy that came out first guy that I can remember saying he suffered from coaching burnout. You know what I mean? And yeah. and it, you know I. With Mike, I don't see any of that. You know, with Cower, I didn't see any of it until he decided I'm done. You know, with Chuck, yeah. there was never any of it until he was done. You know, I mean, it's at that point in time they know when they're done. But I would think that the fluidity of this organization, that being the Steelers, is so well entrenched that it's got to be the you know it's such a stable force around you as you're a head coach. How else do you account for the great leadership? by which, you know, all three coaches exhibited during their tenures with the Steelers. I mean, it's just been phenomenal. And here's the other thing, Wolf. Two of them have gold jackets. Third one's awaiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, Who else can say they've had that run? Can't even begin to, to think anything like that. You're talking three consecutive Hall of Fame head coaches. Get Zooks, man. That's just yeah. – that's and unbelievable. Since the, since the NFL merger, there's only been three in that organiza in this organization. 
Yeah. Since the NFL merger of 1970. Yeah. But Chuck came on in 1969. Yep. But but I'm saying since the merger. Yeah. yeah, But since the merger, you're right. And went 22 years after that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but but since that merger, because I always think of that. I'm trying to carry the the one. Okay, let me. Yeah, yeah, when the NFL (laughs) modernized itself, right? When you merged the AFL with the NFL and you've only had three shepherds. Yeah, it's amazing. For an entire organization. I mean, that's just. Like you said, it, it, it's something that I don't think gets talked about enough because that is just it, – it's insane to think about that. Yeah. I mean, you have organizations who go through three coaches in four years. Yes. <laughs> which, w- w- which would technically be the Houston Texans. But um, <laughs> also the Carolina Panthers. Not to um, mention the, the Cleveland yeah. Browns. <laughs> yeah, oh, Cleveland. Listen, they, they, they change coaches faster than most people change their underwear, yeah, okay? exactly. So, yeah. So, they, they, I can't even put them on there. They're, 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 on, they're, they're on what the Audubon of, uh, <laughs> of coaching freeways. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yep. pretty, pretty astounding. Uh, but the list of coaches that have passed through in such a short amount of time in all organizations. I mean, like you said, the only other one you make an argument for is New England. But even before that, you know, they still they, they had a coaching carousel till they found Bill Belichick. Yeah. So you can't even throw that name up there. No, three in a row um, so, is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's pretty pretty ridiculous. And like you said, I mean, to have Hall of Fame caliber coaches. Every time you hit that 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 search, is pr- is pretty remarkable. Well, uh, remarkable too because we have somebody remarkable coming up, and that would be the great right. Jerry Dulac. The Cool Breeze is going to join us at the top of the hour, and you're listening to In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, right here in the locker room. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 